When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, how's it going? Today's video is going to cover the canon novel Secrets of the Sith, which takes the point of view of Palpatine. Now, in the past, you've heard me make a lot of videos and talk about The Secrets of the Jedi, which takes the point of view of Luke Skywalker. It was a pretty interesting book, and I really enjoyed it. The Secrets of the Sith is essentially the exact same thing, but the inverse and taking the point of view of Palpatine. And today, we're going to be taking his point of view of the world between worlds. Now, if you don't know what the world between worlds is, it was in Rebels, and it's where Ezra was able to open the world between worlds, which is extremely difficult to do. Not everyone can do this. Not even Palpatine, really. He was figuring it out near the end, but didn't really figure it out fully, and was always bewildered at the fact that Ezra could do it. So Ezra opens the world between worlds, and this is essentially a place that we're going to learn, if you didn't know already. It's a place which all events in Star Wars are reverberated through, where you can hear them, you can see them, you can go up to different portals, and you can kind of change events. And for me, personally, I'm really not a fan of time travel in Star Wars. I think it undermines so many different plot points and episodes and scenes and historic markings in the timeline. But... It is something that has happened in Rebels, and it is canon. So here, let's listen to Palpatine's point of view about the world between worlds, and then we can talk about it. The world between worlds. Beyond the known galaxy, beyond even the unknown regions, lies something far greater. The world between worlds. This mystical realm connects all of time and space, creating a conduit between the living and the dead. Those who control this plane would possess mastery over all of existence, but gaining access has proved an unexpected challenge. A gateway to the world between worlds was once opened in a lost temple on Lothal, but the portal was destroyed before I could seize the power within. Having touched this unusual realm for but a moment, I recognize the unfathomable potential it holds. Its power must be mine. So I want to talk about a few things here. Obviously the world between worlds and Palpatine even exclaims that this is the most powerful thing in the galaxy. It goes above anything. Those who control this plane would possess mastery over all of existence. So essentially if you get this, you get like the god mode cheat code where you could do anything in Star Wars. And it also says, he writes, that I recognize the unfathomable potential it holds. Its power must be mine. Having touched this unusual realm for but a moment. And we remember when he put his hands, his tendrils, his force powers into the world between worlds, he had to use some sort of a Sith magic in Rebels in order to open that portal and connect himself to it. So it can be done, but it isn't as official as opening the portal itself like Ezra did. That being said, Palpatine was successful in a sense where he could grab things through the portal, including Ezra. So this makes me wonder. If someone were to open the world between worlds again, because I doubt it's just Ezra who can do this, or if someone were to be able to control Ezra and make him open the world between worlds again, what kind of damage could they cause? As Palpatine writes, mastery over everything, creating a conduit between the living and the dead. It seems like Star Wars is almost going into the plane of, you know, between the living and the dead at this point. You know, you're either alive or you want to stay alive forever or you become a force ghost. So it's kind of playing on this, the duality of 
being alive and being dead. And so I think if they ever want to, let's say, retcon something in Episode 9 or anything that they want to do, I mean, essentially, the whole thing with Ahsoka dying was retconned. You know, Ezra took liberty upon himself and pulled her through the portal and she was saved. And I almost wonder, you know, what was Vader thinking at that point when he just sees that Ahsoka is grabbed and pulled through this portal into thin air? He must have been very confused. It also makes me wonder, what else may we see, perhaps, in The Mandalorian or other spin-off shows that will show exactly what Palpatine was trying to solve. Because he wasn't just trying to clone himself. I'm sure he was doing many different things in order to preserve himself. Palpatine was a man of contingency plans. He always had a backup plan no matter what. So I feel like he would do something in order to have an insurance policy if he were to ever die again and again and again. This also opens up the realm for Ben Solo to come back, you know, if Rey is the one to be able to open the portal herself, or if she meets up with Ezra and she opens up the portal and goes in there with her and she pulls Ben out somehow. Anything is really possible at this point. Anakin could even come back. Vader could come back. Maul could come back. But the problem with this is, is that it changes the timeline and it undermines those moments in Star Wars. So you have to be very careful when you do anything like this because it just could end up not feeling too authentic and it could end up taking the viewer out of the entire immersive experience of Star Wars. You know, imagine, let's say, Qui-Gon Jinn is pulled out from the portal, let's say, you know, later on, episode 10 or 11, if they ever make that, or some spin-off. Then the next time we watch The Phantom Menace, it won't be so impactful when Qui-Gon dies because we'll be like, well, he's just going to come alive again anyway. So it kind of ruins things like that. And the reason we never had a problem with Ahsoka coming back is because we never really saw her die. We were just sort of left to wonder what happened. I think perhaps in the Ahsoka show, we could go forwards and we could see a lot of things to do with the world between worlds. Because as we remember, also the father, the daughter and the son were like a mural on there. They were like hieroglyphs on there. And it makes me wonder or think that, you know, maybe the sun is still around, that they're not fully dead. Like, you can't really kill them. They were these godlike beings watching over the universe, so to speak. And I don't think that they could just die so easily like that. At least I don't think the sun is dead. That's for sure. He's far too sinister and it seems like he's too cunning. And we also saw him kind of, you know, be alive in Rebels. Now, if anyone in Star Wars wants to have mastery over all of existence, it's definitely Palpatine. So, I could see him or having, you know, one of his Sith cultists try to open this portal or create some sort of a portal that could open, maybe with some more of that Sith magic, and they could bring him back. But this time, you know, going to his younger, youthful self and bringing him back that way. I know I ship this a lot. I really want to see a young, full-powered Palpatine. I think it's something that's super interesting. And it would just be badass to see, you know, this young Palps return in the corporeal form. And maybe even with his master, maybe even with Plagueis. And we could see a whole arc with that. Kind of like a young Thanos like they did in Endgame. That's really the only time I think I would be okay with time travel, just because I want to see that so badly. Otherwise, I'm definitely the most interested in a young Palpatine show. But that's derailing from this video. So that's my thoughts on the world between worlds. That's Palpatine's point of view on the world between worlds. It is canon, so he does know it exists. And it makes me wonder, you know, how many more things are they going to put into this book from Palpatine's point of view? We have the Aeon Drive, which allows you to bring back the dead. We've got the World Between Worlds, which is a bridge between the living and the dead, and allows you to have mastery over everything, including the Force. So there's like a common theme that seems to be going on here, especially in this book, which is all about Palpatine, and it's canon, that Palpatine has different ways of bringing back the dead, and not just, you know, keeping his corporeal form immortal, like Plagueis wanted, or like what he was doing with his essence transfer stuff, but if he were to actually fully go, there's a way to turn back the clock, so to speak, 
and bring him back, Aeon Drive or The World Between Worlds. And I believe it's just a matter of time until someone does this and actually does bring him back. I mean, look what they're doing in Dragon Ball Z, right? Or Dragon Ball Super, I should say. They're just bringing Frieza back literally like all the time. No one really ever dies. It's almost like it's like a full-on comic book. It's like Marvel at this point. I don't want Star Wars to get like that because, as I said, it undermines so many situations and characters. But if they can find a way to bring back a version of Palpatine where he can understand what has happened to him in the future, maybe from a different timeline or something, then I think that would be pretty cool to see, at the very least, in like a vision, you know? It would be cool to see him in a vision as a young Palps, or maybe even a simulation. Thanks for watching this video, I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think below of the world between worlds. It is a cool concept, but I just don't think it has any place in Star Wars. I think it's far too dangerous to be left alive. Have a great rest of your day or night, and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.